So yeah, we can go skate shaping. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going on this beautiful Friday? The infamous. I got a new nickname this morning, by the way, from the uh, from the nice oh, yeah, what trading it? group. Charles Church Thompson. Church Thompson. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I've been a part of the morning group on uh, our trading. I'm not going to do an ad for the class. I'm not going to say mastermytrades.com if you want to go check Mm-mm. it out. Or even anyway. mastermystocks.com. Right. You want to check one of that? Yeah. yeah. You can check it out if you want to. I'm not going to mention it, though. But uh, it's been a while because I've had a lot going on. It's and been a while. Yeah. Since I cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, uh, so I popped on this morning and... Uh, uh, the, the rest of the class doesn't have the ability to speak. It's just you and I that have that capability. Mm-hmm. So I took myself off mute and I scared a few of the folks and they call me the voice of God. I think you called yourself that. <laughs> no, I'm pretty yeah. sure I got I it from the group. I think you're the one who said that. Pretty sure people in the group were like, oh, wow. It's like God. you're trying to give yourself a nickname here. God's here again. And then <laughs> somebody called me Charles Church Thompson. And I was like, well, that's pretty good. Well, I, I don't know if I'll go with that one, mm-hmm. but I'll go with Chuck too tall stuck thompson i think that's a pretty good one and i'm right not there. trying to be blasphemous or anything i'm just mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. well god knows your heart yeah you know <laughs> so this is the good morning liberty podcast where we talk about life liberty and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to and on fridays it's mother trucking dumb bleep of the week we don't have time for life liberty or pursuit of meaning on fridays no we're not going <laughs> to pursue any meaning just dumb just that's, dumb. that's all we're going to pursue we let you know the dumbest thing that Nate has found uh, all week long. And like I say every week, I say this every single week, there was so much dumb. We had a lot of people send in a lot of dumb this week. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to fit all of it in. And when they hear how dumb all these other things are, they'll understand why. By the way, Nate makes the cuts too, which isn't a bad thing because to get something cut by Nate, I mean, it's probably still pretty good. Yeah. If it makes it into Nate's uh, threshold, then uh, you know it's, it's soup. It's soup's good. You know it's real good. We do have some stuff that came from some of the listeners still, uh, but there are a couple that did not make it in there, and I apologize for that. We scratched our heads at the same time. We did. Um, did you notice that? That's pretty good. You can't see my my tattoos, though. You have a short sleeve shirt on, and yeah. I have a long sleeve shirt on. I've got a few of so, them. Few of them in there. Tatties. You should have made it when you put it together like this. It built yeah, it something like else, a, you yeah. know. Mm. I should have got some more muscle. Had to there get too. some new ones. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, uh, so I was having this conversation on Twitter with someone who just likes to get on there and troll all the time. Honestly, I'm I'm starting to become convinced that maybe they're just a, a bot, something like that, because it doesn't seem like I'm actually talking to this an person actual you person. Were trying to have a conversation. The person with? I was trying to have a conversation with on Twitter. That was problem number one, I think. Is trying to talk to someone. On yeah. Twitter. But they follow us and they just respond with that's dumb or that's not true or you're wrong about this and that's it. They just respond to like everything that we post with how it's not true. Of course. Which sounds like a great capitalism yeah restriction sounds like a really great like we've had some agreements also but this one was pretty dumb it's their first time making it in dumb bleep of the week and we had to mention it because i told the person that they made it in dumb bleep of the week and that they should listen 
And I'll refrain from all the name calling or whatever, because I hope this person actually listens to this. Let me put the, 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 the tweet that triggered the dumb. So we posted a video from our YouTube on Twitter from last week where we were talking about the wealth tax and we talked about socialist TikTok and Charlie was going back and forth with people about wealth and whether or not people would leave if you had a wealth tax or whether or not the wealth tax would even work. And this person decided that it doesn't work and I'll read you exactly what they had. Oddly enough, here in the notes, Charlie, I put the words that I said in red and then the <laughs> notes that this person said are, are just in normal font. So these are the words of me, starting with the red right here. Socialists on TikTok make the case for wealth taxes. We explain why wealth taxes never work. And then there was a 10-minute video of us explaining why wealth taxes don't work. And this person said, this, their, their name is Foolish Fox on Twitter, at FoolishFox3. So go follow them. I'm sure it's well worth it. They said, no. You explain why you want to believe wealth taxes never work. Like, no, you actually listened to the video. I mean, we even went into reading an article from NPR talking about how the wealth tax in France drove 42,000 millionaires away from France. Well, that was written by a right-wing journalist yeah. who got through the cracks of the NPR interview. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I said, because listen, I talk back and forth with this person all the time. I said, data and historical evidence are just a nuisance to your ideology. And they said, sure, Jan, <laughs> we can argue about the data and historical evidence forever. You'll show data that you think agrees with your position and I'll do the same for mine. I said, okay, so do it. <laughs> yeah. Show me the data show that me. shows me that wealth taxes work. Where is it? They said, well, we can always look at how higher tax rates in the 50s and 60s helped build the U.S., or does that not count because you don't like it? Now, remember, we're talking about a wealth tax. A wealth. And whether or not it works. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, we can talk about higher tax rates in the 50s and 60s, helping build the U.S. By the way, a side note on that, uh, we had a very high marginal tax rate, up to 90-ish percent, mm -hmm. on income over $400,000 during that time, which almost no one fit into. And still, the average tax rate for those people at the end of the year ended up being 42%, yeah. even after we had the 90% marginal tax rate. And another argument- The effective tax rate. Yeah, the actual effective tax rate. Another argument for why we grew so much during the 50s and 60s would be an easy one like, oh, I don't know, all the other countries have been blown up during World War, World War II, and we were the only one that still had all the factories that were good to go right, right. then. Factories- ready to go. I don't know if you notice, but you look through Europe, you look through these other countries all throughout Europe, they got kind of leveled with a bunch of bombs and their factories were mm -hmm. some of the main places that were hit. And then we come in here and, and we're like, like oh, wait, we need some steel. And they were like, oh, well, the U.S. has... We have it. U.S. steel. We've got it. Ship it over. T ticker symbol X. Look at it. Yeah. Let's, uh, we'll sell you some stuff. So yeah, we grew a lot during that time. I don't know about the whole 90% uh, marginal tax rate that ended up with a 42% effective tax on people really doing much. But anyway, I responded with, we had a wealth tax in the 50s and 60s, because they were talking about the 50s and 60s. They said, we had a significantly higher marginal tax rate, which amounts to the same thing. Just because you want to play semantic games around taxes, which, by the way, you hate all taxes, that doesn't change anything. And uh, they also said, yeah, we had a significantly higher marginal tax rate, which amounts to the same thing. No. No, it's it not doesn't. the same thing. It's literally not the same thing. They said I was trying to play semantics 
with the taxes, you're literally talking about a different type of tax. We're talking about one type of tax structure, which is very different from an income tax structure. Very, very different thing. For instance, they had an almost exact same effective tax rate. Yeah. Like five, five or 7% higher than what we're seeing today. If you make, if you, if you make a certain amount of money, let's say that you make a million dollars a year, something like that, then you, the first, however, 100,000, 150,000, the first 70,000, then 150 and whatever the tax brackets are these days, the get taxed at each one of those rates. And then over whatever the top tax bracket is, it gets taxed at the higher rate, somewhere in the 30s right now. Something it's like 39.6%. That. So you'd pay 39.6% on $600,000. And so as you as you make that money, you're paying an income tax rate. And we had that rate in the 50s and 60s up around 90%, but it was over an amount that hardly anyone today even makes. And that was back in the 50s and 60s. It was for the the point. Oh, one percent were the people that would be subject to that. A wealth tax is an, a completely but also, different but, thing. But keep in mind, most of the people that do make or have over four hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, they it's not income. Yeah. So it's not even subjected to the income tax rate. It's a very, very different thing. So a, most, mostly, usually capital gains. A, a wealth tax goes towards your wealth, which is very different from your income. They are very different tax structures. And saying that a wealth tax doesn't work is a completely different argument than saying that an income tax doesn't work because you can report the income. It's very hard to deal with people's wealth. Things have to be appraised every single year. You have to figure out what their assets assets are, what their liabilities are, what's their actual wealth. And then at the end of the day, the problem is people having wealth, if they don't have any liquid money, they end up having to sell some of their wealth, some of their assets to be able to pay the wealth tax. For instance, let's just throw out a complete hypothetical, no relation to either one of us whatsoever. Let's say that you have a family farm. Let's say that you've got a farm and all of the assets of that farm are worth like five or six million dollars, something like that. Well, a wealth tax of 2% is going to be taxing the amount, say, over a million dollars of that wealth. Now, what if you don't have any liquid cash? What if all of your wealth is in the land that you own, the machinery that you own, the house that you have, all of those things, but you don't keep around a lot of liquid cash? It's all in your assets. Well, if you get charged a wealth tax on whatever your wealth is, you end up having to sell land or sell machinery equal to the two pennies on the dollar to be able to pay that. And then the next year, you would have to sell 2% of it again. And then the next year, you'd have to sell 2% of it again. Similar to how people like Elon Musk, before Elon, before Tesla exploded, before they completely exploded, and it's probably close to that still now. I don't know how much Tesla stock he's cashed out. But at one point, Elon Musk was worth about $26 billion and something like, a hundred million of it was what he actually had in liquid asset, liquid cash, something he could actually use right then, not just his ownership of Tesla and SpaceX. So if he was going to pay the 2% wealth tax, then he has to sell shares of Tesla to actually pay that wealth tax. Same thing with Bezos and Gates and all these people. Most of their wealth is in their ownership of their companies. And so if you don't have the actual liquid money to pay the 2% of your wealth, then you end up having to sell your stock 
to pay the government what they say you owe them at the end of the day. This is a very different tax structure than an income tax. Yeah. It's not semantics. Also, I looked up the historical maximum capital gains tax rates. In the 50s and 60s, the uh, maximum capital gains tax rate was 25%. Mm. Only 5% higher than what it is now at 20%. I thought, I thought it was 15% now. Nope, 15% ended in 2012. Mm, okay. 20% for those making over a million dollars. Interesting. So if you have a mil- over a million dollars in capital gains, that's what I'm saying, the maximum capital gains, 25%. So Foolish Fox on Twitter living up to their name, mainly being foolish. I don't know whether or not they are a fox, but they are most certainly foolish by far. And you are welcome if you did take the 10 minutes to listen to this one, unlike uh, like how you didn't take the 10 minutes to listen to the video that you commented on, uh, you're welcome to present the evidence that wealth taxes work because we don't have any evidence of that being the case. All right. The, the next one here, I'll lead it up for Charlie, uh, saw this story. The workers at a Dollar General all walked out. All of them quit except for one worker. And they put notes on the door and they just walked out at close and they put notes on the door for the, for the manager or the owner when the owner showed up the next day. And so this was trending around on Twitter and Charlie's got some good stuff to read to you because the notes they left are just ridiculous. And this is coming from Andy past the pro act O'Brien. <laughs> Says, looks like the workers at the Dollar General in Elliott, Maine have had enough. Solidarity. Hashtag solidarity. Hashtag solidarity. So the notes they left here, it says, Google General Strike and learn how we can take our power back. So Google General Strike and learn how we can take our power back. To our loyal customers who treated us with respect, thank you. We love you. Uh, Closed indefinitely because Dollar General doesn't pay a living wage or treat their employees with respect. Squiggly underline. <laughs> Squiggly underline. <laughs> then thank you for the sodas, Joe. I guess Joe might be their boss or owner. And then the last one. Here we go. Capitalism will destroy this country. If you don't pe- pay people enough to live their lives, why should they slave away for you? Mm. <laughs> Capitalism will destroy it. If you don't pay people enough to live their lives, why should they slave away for you? Well, let me guess what happened. They just hired some other people. Yeah, they'll just hire some other people <laughs> if they can find people to come work because we're paying people to not work right now. So they'll probably the people who quit will be making as much money or more by not working. So it's a little bit easier to do things like this. I had an issue with the first off all the dollar generals I've been to around my neighborhood are absolute trash. The employees there are not nice. The place is disgusting. The things are never put up. You can barely walk through the aisles. Dollar Gentral? At Dollar Gentral, right next to mm-hmm. me, yeah. From what I can tell, the people that work there are being overpaid. That's, <laughs> that's, really, all, that's really all I can tell. But why should they slave away for you? Ooh, now you're a slave to capitalism, mm-hmm. too. This general strike thing is something that we did a, a long, long segment on a little while back, but it's basically the idea that everyone working under this slavery slavery capitalist system is supposed to quit their jobs or strike and not come back to work until they get the things that they want which is all the things that people on the left want so that's a what number is that that's number two mm-hmm. right you got anything else on that no no just 
I think uh, it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, that's it's that falls into the play stupid games, uh, win stupid prizes. So they're going to be dependent on either finding jobs somewhere else where they're going to get paid what they want to be paid, which people should do. If you can yeah. get hired somewhere else that pays more money, then you should go do that. Or they're going to receive the unemployment benefits that people are receiving right now that they're going to pay them about as much as what they're well, making right now. Well, can you receive that if you quit? All they got to do is say that they were scared of COVID. That's all they got to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. And well, you can get the unemployment. How about that? How I mean, I did that? that. I was working for a large corporation when I decided that they were not giving me enough promotions or raises. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just make myself my own boss. And, uh, well, how did that work out? Good, good places. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty well so far. A little bit different when you have the uh, skill sets to, uh, to demand more. Well, they could be coding things at night. They could. Maybe they are. Maybe they quit there's, to start their own coding company. There's free stuff out there all over the place. Literally, you can learn how to code on YouTube for free if you yeah, want to. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody who released like the entire um, curriculum from, I don't remember. It was, a, it was a prestigious school. It was like Harvard or Yale or MIT or something like that. Like the, the basic programming and directory course. They walk you through all of it. Mm-hmm. You just don't have a professor and you're not paying thousands of dollars for it. So you have to do it yourself. That's difficult when you have things like Netflix and Amazon prime video and <laughs> all these new shows like billionaires and billions, billions and uh, whatever you're watching now. The, the I'm watch <laughs> Homelander, Homeland, Homeland, Homelander. <laughs> He's from uh, the boys. Yeah. You know, you have all these, you have call of duty. I just downloaded that on my Xbox. I haven't played in like <laughs> eight years. I was playing Call of Duty on my phone a couple of weeks ago. But actually. I have a friend yeah. of mine, um, well, a, a new friend through my lady, and uh, he's like, yeah, we play online sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll download Call of Duty. I haven't played in so long. <laughs> I'll probably play a few games, and I'll go back to right where I was because there's too much stuff to do. But anyway, that, that all that distraction keeps you from learning new skills because yeah, it's, you know, plus... It's too hard for them to do it anyway. I mean, poor people, minorities, they, they don't even know how to they, use computers. They don't even know how to use them. No, don't even know how to go right. to websites. Yeah. So, of course. All right. Dumb bleep number three. You guys remember Dan Price? He's always submitting dumb bleeps for us. The dumbest bleep wasn't exactly what he said, but the responses to what he said, oh my God, man, it was terrible. It was terrible, man. Okay. Dan Price says two divorces, Bezos and Gates, redistributed $400 billion. Two divorces redistributed $400 billion. That's more than the city budgets of New York, LA, DC, Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Philly, Seattle, all these big cities combined and then double. Relying on billionaire charity will never be the answer. And so I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like a normal thing from Dan Price. And then I was looking through the comments on this thing. Oh, oh let me pull these up real quick. This is so good. Here's some of the comments. It should be illegal to accumulate that much wealth. Should be. That's what John Doe says. Um, Chris says that amount of wealth is immoral. Government should step in with windfall tax to redistribute a large portion of that money into the community where it can do some good. (laughs) (laughs) And then Teresa says, I think it's fine to be rich and have luxury. I do. Especially if you worked for it. But nobody should have this kind of wealth. Nobody, nothing merits that. How do they sleep knowing that people are hurting and they could stay rich, change millions more lives, and they just 
don't. Which means if I had all this wealth. If I had it. Yeah. If, if, if it belonged to me, I would be the hero. I just love the, if I, if I think it's fine for people to have riches and to have luxury if you worked for it, but no one should have this much rich and luxury. Right. Whatever X amount is, actually, whatever the richest person has, nobody should have that much, Mm-mm. whatever it is. That's not what they should have. Okay. People saying it should be illegal to accumulate that much wealth. And the other person says the government should step in and redistribute a large portion of that money. Charlie, what is most of Jeff Bezos's wealth in? Come on. Oh, clearly. And uh, he must have a lot of mattresses. Yeah. Lot Storage lot units. Mattresses. Just That's... crawl spaces in the floor. <laughs> stacks. Mad yeah. stacks of cash mm-hmm. in his floor. No, he has it's... a whole island full of vaults. Uh, it's just cash sitting there. It's just... It's just the ownership of their companies. By just, I mean like 80 to 90% of their wealth is the ownership. In the yeah. company. So what do they mean by the government should redistribute that wealth? Because the government you, should own the stock? Is that what they're saying? That's what they're saying. They should redistribute the wealth of a company. They actually don't understand wealth. That's, act, that's the actual problem. People think it's money sitting in someone's closet or in yeah. the bank somewhere. That's what they think. It's not. It's on a. It's on a computer. It says how many shares you have. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So when they say redistribute, what do they mean by that? Sell portions of Amazon, and give it away to other people. Force Amazon to liquidate some of their shares and give it to give it to people. They they just clearly do not understand. When you say the amount of wealth is immoral, what you're saying is that it's immoral that millions of people came together and invested their life savings into Amazon. And Amazon stock price has considered to go up. And the public, because it's a publicly traded stock, has continued to buy more of Amazon's shares and be okay with whatever the price Amazon is currently at. That that is immoral. People freely deciding what the stock price of a company is. Yeah. That has public ownership, by the way. You know, you can own some Amazon. You can, if you want to. Mm -hmm. If you want to have ownership of Amazon, just like Jeff Bezos does... Then buy some freaking Amazon. Then you'll have some wealth in Amazon. Then you will have wealth in Amazon and people will be talking about redistributing your wealth that you have in Amazon. <laughs> Ugh. Which, what number dumb bleep was that? Number three. Was that number three? Okay. All numero, right. Numero tres. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to play this video here. For number four? For number four. Some of y'all might have heard this mess. Um, I'll give you my exact comments on this afterwards, after I play this. Um, This was a police officer pulling over someone, and I just want you to hear how it went. You've probably heard it in other places, but we're going to play it and try not to let your blood boil too much because that's dangerous. You don't want to do that. Let me bring it up. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing me? You are me? correct. I pulled you over because, because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I wasn't while you're on driving. My phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. You. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his. Do you therapy. have a, Do you have your driver's license? I it, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? 
not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I was, I can, I wasn't, doesn't texting or none of that. Do you have, and you had that you picture? you scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. Okay. Can you <laughs> zoom in on that for me, Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Murderer. You're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, you here you stop, go, murderer. Stop shaking. <laughs> zoom in on that for no, me, No, because right? you're scaring me. Oh, They're the... threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the... Okay. Well, you, you, I'll tell you what, you keep smiling, yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, th you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I didn't not say smiling, that. you're the one who's... Crazy. Hold that still, I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. And um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah, is that I don't think so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. All you need to do is your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. There you go, ma'am. Sign inside for the red box right a, there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. It's on the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. Jesus. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Have you, a good day. You want to be white. Oh, wow. Woo. Jesus. Listen, I know that it's not polite to hit a woman, <laughs> but if anyone ever deserved it. <laughs> What's that joke from Anthony Jeselnik? He's like, I have never hit a woman. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember that one, though. That video makes me so yeah. mad. Now, look, we can get past whether or not you should get a ticket for having your cell phone while driving as if... First of all, it's dangerous. You shouldn't text and drive. That we all know that. We've probably all done it, um, but you shouldn't do it. Now you, you, we can make a, a, you know, we can have an investigation into whether or not <laughs> yeah. you should be getting tickets for using your cell phone. I personally don't think you should. That's the risk you take. It's, it's your car. It's your phone, and you're driving. Um, mm. And if you end up hurting someone else, we have laws for that. So if it's if you're at fault for hurting someone else because you're on your phone, we already have laws for that. Yeah, we don't need tickets. So really, should the stop have happened? I don't think so, but it did happen. And look, if a stop like that's going to happen, I I don't know how he didn't kill her. <laughs> this is a, this is proof that the police this, are not systemically racist. This guy honestly. can. This guy. <laughs> this is can really hold back. <laughs> he was being so nice to her the whole time yeah. too. By the way, he had a body cam. He uh, the police department. Uh, this city does not require that they wear body cams. He bought his own body cam to record. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm really glad he did. And I don't know if she knew she was being recorded, whether saying that you're trying to kill me and my son, yeah. calling him a murderer over and over again. And he released his own body cam footage. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, this is a this is a libertarian podcast and libertarians, which we talked about a couple of days ago, known for not liking police or whatever. To me, this is an obvious show of where that goes this can go way too far. And listen, I don't know that this lady was a libertarian, but what I am saying is that this hatred of police can go way too far. You can disagree with the laws and you can think that they use tactics that they shouldn't be able to use sometimes. But this guy was writing a ticket for something that was illegal. She repeatedly call, called him a murderer, which I doubt he is a murderer. I, I don't, 
I don't, we don't have any proof of that. The fact that he is a police officer, she decided that he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then she throws in the racist stuff at the end of the, he's a Mexican racist and you're never going to be white. Joe said that the lady filed a report yeah. about the incident. Yeah. And they said what? she, she has a history of, fi- of filing false reports about police. And that's, Ugh. that's why I was saying, I don't think she knew she was being recorded Yeah, because she filed a report saying that he he's was probably already had her. an interaction with her before. I know. Oh my gosh. That. That gets my blood pressure going Look, so I, bad. So I'm a libertarian in essence, like when I have interactions with police officers and the fact that I don't consent, I don't answer questions um, for the most part. I mean, if they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, pretty good. How are you doing? You know, but if they ask me if I was speeding, I'll just say, but, but what, but you have to do it respectfully. Like my, literally my answer is, I'm sorry, sir. I don't answer any questions. <laughs> and they're like, typically, okay. I mean, Last time I got pulled over, all that happened. They they um, started asking me questions. I'm like, sorry, I don't I don't answer any questions. They're like, will you please sit by your truck? I said, yes, sir. Got out of my truck. Then he took a flashlight, went to like look in my eyes, and I said, I'm sorry, sir, I don't consent to any searches. He goes, okay. And uh, that was it. That was all that happened. Well, there's more that happened after that. I think I've already <laughs> told that the whole story. Yeah. But I literally was able to keep my rights. And be very respectful, and he respected me back. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that was that. That's it. I don't. It, the problem is, is that uh, he's still a human being. Whether or not you agree with the laws, whether or not you, like you said, whether or not you you agree with what police are doing or anything like that, you're still interacting with another human being. And to to get respect, you have to give respect. And you have to earn it in yeah. some way. Yeah. Now, of course, I am a tall, white, straight, privileged male. So I'm sure that's probably why I got respected back, you know? Yeah. I I probably could have just yelled murder and everything at him, too. And he would have he would have been just fine with me because I was white, straight and a male. The the live group is talking about also the and I'm a teacher. So so there. And he was like, congratulations. I would have been like, I'm Who sure. Who cares that you're a teacher? I would have been like, I'm sure your students love you. He was probably like, oh, so you're getting paid to not do your job right now? <laughs> That's what I wish he would have said. Oh, I, man. He should have been like, ma'am, can you put on a mask for me, please? <laughs> you're going to yell like that? Yeah. If you're going to keep talking, please put on eight masks. Yeah. Please. Okay. Well, that. <laughs> That's dumb bleep number four. That's good. I probably should have timed that one for last. That one is just an infuri... It's not even dumb as it is as much as it is infuriating to me. Yeah. And you can have whatever feelings you do about police and know that this lady is a big old B word. Mm-hmm. A B word. That's yeah. what it, I mean it. Okay? And I commend this person, the police officer. That cop's for, a hero. Yeah, he is a hero. Yeah, yeah. For being that nice and for not escalating. I mean, I'm sure a jury could acquit him of a murder charge after <laughs> watching that video. No, we know the guy didn't do it. Look how he handled this person. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no way. There's no, no way, way anyone did anything dumber than this girl right here. Yeah. Okay, so that's Dumbleep number four. Uh, Nicole sent in a screenshot of some <clears throat> interaction she was having with uh, some people on Instagram. And... Almost every comment is part of this dumb bleep. Okay. Almost every one of the comments is in here. So they were talking about insulin prices being too expensive. And she chimed in with, hey, if we had an actual free market, there'd be more insulin producers and they'd be able to create competition and greater availability with adapt to high demand and would drive the prices down. Okay. 
that's a pretty good response right there. Charlie, find, just find me the dumbest one in here. Okay. Are you ready? Well, actually read them all and we'll figure out what the dumbest one is. Okay. Um, so the next person replied and said, uh, after that, any prescription drug needed, honestly, having to pay for insulin is stupid as hell. Having to pay for insulin. Mm. Um, <laughs> insulin and EpiPens. And no, this is not a solution. You have to go after the insurance fucks that make billions. Okay. And then someone else said the fact that drug companies shares are traded on the market is all you need to know about America. <laughs> the fact that all Americans are free to own the insurance companies if they want to, to have ownership of the insurance companies that are selling these things. Mm. That's what's wrong right there. Here's the next one. Insulin should be free. Somebody said, well, hang on a second. Not just insulin. Don't forget EpiPens. <laughs> yeah. So should cancer treatment and CPR and free. No money. All of that. No money exchange for it. Uh, bad girl blazing said uh, insulin, EpiPens, prescription drugs. These things help others and even save lives. Why do they cost money? <laughs> <laughs> they cost money. But, uh, they're produced for free. Why don't they sell them for free? What about food? Yeah. I'm pretty sure food saves lives. No, not the same. <laughs> Somebody else chimed in here. As it should be, money is the root of all evil, as well as uh, Donnie T's parents. <laughs> I don't know who Donnie T is. Um, Somebody else said, yes, insulin next. And then after insulin, EpiPens. And keep going here. Please, can we do insulin? Oh, then, I know what this was pertaining to. They were probably talking about uh, removing the patents yes. for the vaccines mm -hmm. is what the conversation was. Someone else yeah. said that headline is so dramatic. Two to 10% is not a plunge. Give me a break. It's maybe a dip. So I like the, um, I like the bad girl blazing. Which one? What did she Insulin, say? Insulin, EpiPens, prescription drugs. These things help others and even save lives. Why do they cost money? <laughs> Why do they cost money? Well, I would say they cost money because we need them. Yeah. It, which is a weird, uh, I know that that's a backwards ideology for people, but we need them. So they need to exist in the market. So we need people to produce them, meaning we need to, we need people to get paid to do it. Okay. And then another person says the root of all evil is money. All we're doing is saying that things have value and insulin has a pretty good value. Now it can be very expensive. It, mm -hmm. Even if you have insurance, you could still end up paying some good money for it. Even if you have Medicare, you can end up paying good money for it. You know, uh, I think that didn't you say that your dad, my pays dad, mm -hmm. uh, way too much money for insulin. Well, like it depends like a few months, it's pretty cheap. And then like his benefits run out somehow. And then he, I think he, one month he ends up having to pay like $1,200 for a three month supply. And then his insurance kicks back in or something. And then he only has to pay a couple hundred. I don't know. Insulin, it here's a problem that we always get into healthcare is healthcare is too expensive. Mm -hmm. I wish insulin was free. That would be awesome. And, uh, and it's not, it never will be a free. Even if the government ends up paying for it, it's still not free. By the way, you're going to pay for it somehow. But my thing is, is no one ever asked the question of why, why is all this stuff so expensive? Why? No one cares about that. They don't care how expensive something is. They don't care why something is so expensive. They're just like, oh, it's expensive. I shouldn't have to do it. Somebody else should. 
what someone brought up in here was in the case of the EpiPens. Yeah, there is for sure. Uh, I think you're right on that. Has the, they is that Merck has the patent on the pen? I can't remember what the name of the company was. They have the patent on it. And what people have lost in that whole argument is that you don't have to use uh, an EpiPen if you're going to inject yourself and try and stop a reaction to something. You could have the vial of something in a in a syringe mm. in a little packet, and it doesn't have to be stuck in that EpiPen already. So they're not stopping people from being able to inject a whatever that is that you... Epinephrine. In, yeah. That makes sense, I yeah. guess. Now that I think about it, it makes sense. But you yeah. can you can inject that using a, a syringe in a vial. You could actually have a preloaded syringe, which they also do have those. And EpiPen is one delivery system for that. It's yeah. not the only delivery system. It's just the most popular. It's the fastest and the easiest one to use. Yeah. But they do also have syringes that are preloaded with it that have covers on them. You can pop them off and you can use the syringe on, on somewhat. Just because you don't hit a button and it clicks real quick doesn't mean you can't get that stuff to stop yourself from having a reaction. Exactly. So that that's something that people completely forget about. But you want these things to, you know, you were, I know what you mean by it, but you, you said you wish they were free. And, you know, I know or what you they meant were by so, it. Or so, there was such little cost, it wouldn't matter. I don't wish they were free because I want people to be incentivized to create yeah. more things. Like You need to be able to, you need to transact money for things that you find valuable. And life-saving medications are extremely valuable. If people's lives have value, then saving someone's life is something that is very, very valuable. Guess what happened before we figured out that we could give people external insulin to control their blood sugar? Mm, like, they lived happily ever after, really prior, long lives? Prior to whatever it was, 1890 or whenever this was discovered, or 1900, whatever, uh, you died. You just you just died. You just di if your blood sugar got too low or too high, and you either went to a diabetic coma or you you crashed, you just died. Mm. Okay, that's that that's the alternative. So this is better. I, I don't know. Maybe death <laughs> is better. I don't know. It, I haven't died yet. It reminds me of the conversation that we've had before. Like, okay, you're okay with spending. A couple hundred thousand dollars on a house or you're okay with spending twenty thirty thousand dollars on a car or you'll pay a thousand dollars for an iphone or you'll pay 500 bucks for botox yeah you'll pay 200 bucks a month for all of these different streaming services and you're and you'll pay a hundred bucks a month for your cell phone plan and all that but if we charge money for something that could literally save your life if you don't have it well that's just immoral that's too much <laughs> you're literally saying that my life doesn't have value but all of these things, yeah, my car, my house, my cell phone, my computers, my TV, and all my streaming services and my internet, those all have financial value to mm. me. But my freaking life? No. Why would I pay money to keep myself alive? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. That's, it's, the, it's the biggest logical fallacy <laughs> that, that is out there. Things that keep people alive should be the most expensive things that exist. It's a miracle. Literally, they should be the most expensive things that you could possibly get as something that stops someone from dying. It's literally a miracle. Look, <laughs> as you were asking me earlier, I don't know if it's better to be dead or not. I haven't, I have, yeah. haven't been dead. Yeah. But it seems to be that human beings try to do just about everything they can do to not die and to <laughs> prolong death as long as possible for the majority. You know, obviously there are some people who are, who uh, you know, want to die young, but. For the most, for the most part, you and all your loved ones are trying to keep everyone alive for as long as they possibly can. And uh, so, uh, currently, all of us live folk think that it's better to be live than dead. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, that's the, that's just answering your question. I don't know if it's better to be dead or not. It might be. I don't know if but, the grass is always greener. You know, right. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Or if you can even see your ass when you're dead. Uh, Who knows? Let's get this vote in real quick. Dumb bleep. Number one was Foolish Fox with a marginal tax rate and wealth tax or the same thing. They amount to the same thing. Number two was the Dollar General Strike. Dollar General. Dollar General Strike. Number three was Dan Price and his Twitter with the uh, immorality of people accumulating that much wealth. Number four was the, what do you call her? The Mercedes Mm. B. That's what she was in a Mercedes, if you guys didn't see the video. The, the, you remember he was jealous of her car? Is <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah. So the Mercedes B. Joe named her Karen. We can just call it number four Karen. Karen, number four. Number five is this entire stream of comments talking about how all of these drugs should be free. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone. Also, by the way, that's their argument. Yeah. By the way, they're like, well, why do you think it should be free? It should be free. It should yeah. be free. These things save lives. Because people need it. Yeah. People need it free. Well, what, what do you? Why do you think that free? They don't have anything else to say. There's literally nothing else to say. Well, this this saves lives. It's got to be free. And it's like, I we could go on and on and on about this conversation with healthcare, and we've done it so many times. But every time, it just grinds another gear that I've got. I have a lot of gears. They're all been ground they, too. They've been grounding, grounding, grinding, and uh, I just it just infuriates me the point about a miracle costing you money (laughs) like it's just unbelievable to me the things that are that important those are the things you you most want to have cost you want them to cost money because you want people to provide them not only that you want people to provide even better versions of them eventually and you want more options in those things. And you want new things that we need right now that we don't even know we're going to have some little vial of something that stops you from getting cancer or something like that. You want these things to cost money so people will eventually discover them and create them and produce them. So, so they, have you a, can, they have a reason to. Yeah, it, because they need to recoup their investments because everyone, everyone wants to have that money. And when they say free, by the way, they don't mean free. They mean someone else should be forced to pay for it. Right. It Not should be me. free to me. And... When you walk this down the line, I mean, it's literally, we talked about this before, saying these things should be free. It is literally slavery because it all ends up, ends up back with taxation where you're forced to end up working and giving up money that you worked for, working for free for a period of time throughout the year because taxes are still going to be used to pay for this stuff. So what you're saying is, I don't want to have to pay money for this right now. I want you to force someone else to work for no pay for three months out of the year so I can have this at no cost to me. That's what you're actually saying. Yeah. And yeah, it does drive me nuts. Who is, what, people, what people need to be focused on, the two things that you guys need to be focused on is, first of all, it's, it's, I guess we will get into some personal responsibility and a little bit of meaning of life here. You should be focused on how do you build your wealth to where it doesn't matter what the cost of the freaking drug is that you need to save you or your kids or your husband or, or wife's life. It doesn't matter because you've got so much freaking wealth. Jeff Bezos is begging you for money. <laughs> and so it doesn't matter what the cost is. That's number one. And see, that problem goes away for you because you have so much wealth that it doesn't matter what it costs. In fact, you're probably investing in companies to create new things. Or it's, you come up, you come down with some ailment that doesn't have anything yet. And then 
now you've got the money to help somebody invent something for you. Yeah. Like that's what you should be focused on. Number one, number two, we should be focused on why it costs so much and how did that happen over time? And then we could look at taking that problem apart. That's, that's as easy as that. That's, some crazy talk right there mm. is actually addressing the problem. Looks like Karen won number four. We did get a few votes for number five at the end, um, but Karen won number four. Uh, he's a murderer. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. And you're threatening talk to, to you. kill me and my son. I wasn't texting her. She noticed how she stumbled over that freaking I lie. wasn't using my phone. I was recording you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with what, ma'am? Uh, my camera. connected to my phone. But anyway, Karen wins Dumb Bleep. If I could have predicted that one. Mm-hmm. That was a good list. I love Dumb Bleep. It's my favorite. And I know it's every, all of y'all's favorites. The, by far, still the most downloaded episode that we get every single day of the week when we do the Dumb Bleep. And so we appreciate that. So we know you guys enjoyed it, which means you should share the show. Please share it with the children. Share it with your friends, your family. Uh, obviously, share it with this lady. She uh, needs some help. Mm-hmm. And if she's married, whew, good luck to her husband. God, God love whoever. God speed. Yeah, that is. Uh, he might be the first one to Mars. Could be a she. By the way, you're being in. You know, super. I'm generalizing. Uh, yeah, and that is so white mm. male of me to do. Yeah, straight so, white male. So I apologize. So tall, hus- tall, straight white male. Husband or wife? Um, that person is probably gonna be the first person to sign up for, to colonize Mars. I think. <laughs> Not to get away from get her. Here. <laughs> Not to get away from her, of course. But just because that's what they want to do. So share the show. Leave us that rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Pretty please. That helps the charts and the algorithms. We are the fastest growing libertarian podcast out there. So we really appreciate all that you all do. And if you do all those things, go to patreon.com slash good morning liberty. Then we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you guys have a good weekend and a good morning liberty.